Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. Welcome back to the Luscious Living Podcast. I am honored that you're here. Whether this is the very first podcast episode that you're listening to, or you have been a listener over the past three years, I welcome you and I honor you for being here. Really, really, please know I would be giving you a giant hug. If I saw you listening in the car or you're at the gym, I am just so grateful for you. And today I want to share with you the five major lessons I've learned being in business over the past five years. These past five years have been complete ups, complete downs, complete shooting in the dark in many cases. I have not had a mentor to guide me through this journey. There are not a lot of holistic nutrition consultants or holistic nutritionists where I am. There is not a single person in my family, in my immediate family, that owns a business. In fact, I was told growing up to have a good job. The only options, in fact, were being a doctor, lawyer, or engineer. No other options. And so I'm forging a new path and I've learned a lot. There's been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of ups. And some of you are clients. Some of you are listeners who are fascinated by, you know, hormone health and gut health and weight release and personal development. And some of you are also health practitioners yourselves. And so either way, my goal is to always add value to you. And hopefully you can learn from my mistakes as well. Okay, so let's get right into the five major lessons I've learned in the past five years. Number one is to know your numbers. And in my notepad, I have know your freaking numbers because it's so important because I I was just, you know, initially going off of my intuition. What would people pay and what do I feel comfortable selling? And I think that's beautiful and important, but I wasn't taking into account, especially being in a clinic space that I joined in January. Okay, well, how much after revenue split, how much after business taxes, then when I provide that income for myself, um, then how much after personal taxes, right? And so I was Intuition is amazing, and I also had to get really nitty-gritty with the numbers. Same with events. I would say, okay, cool, well, I'm sure people are willing to pay 20 bucks or 25 bucks for an event, but with that, I wanted to add gift bags. I wanted to have clipboards so people can write notes and snacks, and the next thing you know, I wasn't making the profit that I had set out to because... Well, to be honest, I didn't set out a profit. I was just like, I want to help people. And I think people are willing to pay this much, <laughs> right? And so it's not really conducive to owning a profitable business. And really business is, I believe, here for two things. That is to make an impact and to make an income. Because you can make an impact and not make any money. And that is a hobby, And that's beautiful, but I'm here to make this an impact and an income and really make a huge, huge difference in that and be able to live a beautiful life by earning more. And I have no shame in that because I used to, and like, especially being a part of the spiritual communities, like, you know, like, oh, money and 
well, you know, I'm not even getting into that, but really it is, it is spiritual to earn money and to take care of yourself and take care of other people. So if you're starting out in business, if you are in business, even if you don't and you, you know, want to know your numbers when it comes to your own personal income, you want to know your numbers when it comes to, um, your, your health, blood work, for example, knowing your numbers can give you all the advantage and give you the ability to make logical and intuitive decisions. Number two, if you are not comfortable with rejection, unsubscribes, people ghosting you, people not supporting you, well, then I don't know if business is going to be cut out for everyone. And to be honest, I really don't think it is because I get rejected or unsubscribe or people ghosting me that were either clients or were interested. Um, people that, you know, are like women supporting women on social media and not even share your post or whatever it is. Um, I can't, I obviously have some things to work through. <laughs> as well around that. But, um, you know, it's a big part of it. People are going to say no, people are going to unsubscribe and it has nothing to do with you. And if it does, it's like next, that's all it is. And so I've even had deals, uh, fall through with companies who are like, yeah, we're going to book this many sessions for corporate wellness. And then last minute back out, even when, you know, I've sent everything and that's just a part of a lesson too. People are going to unsubscribe when you're like, I think I'm adding value here. And, and there, it's just a part of it. It sucks, especially on social media. When, and this really hasn't happened to me very often, but I see for everyone else as they grow is that it does come with people saying random comments about their appearance which I don't understand. (laughs) Um, right. And so that's going to be all part of it. And if we want the success, we also have to come with the amount of rejections and ignores and ghosts and, um, the ghosts, um, you know, it, it is a part of it. It is a part of it. If you put yourself out there, um, it's going to happen. And one of my favorite quotes from, I think it's Socrates. And he says to, To avoid criticism, say nothing, be nothing, do nothing. And I intend to do a lot of things. (laughs) Number three, you will, people will be the best part of your job. And they are also going to be the most difficult, whether it's hiring staff, whether it's contractors, whether it is, um, your clients, your patients, that is going to be the best and the most difficult, challenging part. Okay. And cherish what the good and learn from the rest. I have turned every quote unquote negative experience into a new policy. (laughs) That's how I've learned because I just look at everything as how can I communicate even better? How can I make things even more clear? How do I protect my clients? How do I protect my business? How do I protect myself? This is absolutely key is to learn from each step. Even if you don't agree, what can you potentially be better at? You're going to have to take every negative emotion you experience and alchemize it into gold, alchemize it into wisdom. That is the only way because otherwise it can be absolutely crushing otherwise. And so the aspect of that is also looking at 
um, really taking responsibility for yourself, your actions, what's communicated and what's not. That's really big. And that leads me to point number four is that it is all about people. It's all about going the extra mile. It's all about adding value. And some, I actually had to learn and to take my ego out of the way and realize that my client's successes is not actually me or their losses are not me either because people are going to win because that's who they are and they're going to stop communicating. They're going to um, not be able to move forward even when the tools and the support and everything is there because that's what they're going through right now and that you can only meet people where they're at. And I really have had to learn that the hard way because I'm like, oh, as soon as someone's in my world, I want to help them succeed. I want to help them win. I want to give them all the tools. I want to go above and beyond in the support. And sometimes that's still not going to be enough and it's down to the actual individual and it has nothing to do with me because I know that I've given it my all. This has been probably the hardest part of it and realize and realizing that I I have my goal for this person but that not that might not be their goal. And so especially if you are working with clients is really looking at what is their goal because our goal has to match their goal not our goal matches our goal and their goal is something else, if that makes sense. I hope it does. Um, especially let's say your personal trainer, for example, you have to be really, really clear of what success looks like for them rather than what you think it looks like for them. Okay. Really, really important. And then really that human aspect of, oh, it's a birthday. Someone had gave birth, someone, um, you know, had a, it was Christmas, like an anniversary, I think these are so important. I'm not perfect with this, obviously, but just being able to acknowledge and ask your clients and ask the people that you work with, whether it's a staff member, like, how are they as a human being? Because the more connection that you make with them, the more that relationship builds and the more that trust builds and people are able to share with you the ups and the downs um, and really be able to build that, that respect with each other. I think that's so, so big. Now, the last one is something I've also had to learn the hard way is to do the work tired, do the work scared, do the work when you feel like quitting. I have wanted to quit constantly, constantly. Oh my gosh, if it weren't for my partner, I probably would have because the amount of belief it takes to be in business and to keep going is monumental. And I really have started off with someone just as a child with not a lot of belief and not a lot of confidence with myself. And you have to be so accountable with yourself. If you say you're going to send out an email, send, put out content, write a podcast, call clients, follow up, you have to do it you have to because there is no one else keeping you accountable and if things don't get done then you don't have a business or you don't get the results and so actually just this year I started to have marketing meetings and start to have monthly target meetings and finance meetings and really put all of these in place because we have to be able to have this accountability system and have to do things when we are tired because 
it's just the way it goes. You're not always going to be feeling motivated. You're not always going to be feeling excited. I have so many days where I have anxiety. I wake up with anxiety and I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I do? I should just get a job. Like there's so much more. Like I, you know, I'm able to clock in and clock out. And obviously there's so much difficulty there too. Okay. I just, I just want to say, and the reason I'm saying that is because I'm, always working. And there's going to be a time obviously where there's more and more boundaries around that. But right now, this is what it requires. I think on social media, there's a lot of like, yeah, just the soft life and and nothing on that. Like I'd love, love to live a soft life. But when you're on a mission, you go, you have to, it's hustle, it's grind, it's early mornings, it's late nights. Like I try to do the more soft life approach to it. I don't know how you can really get massive results doing that. And really, if you want to make an impact, it does require work. It does require putting yourself out there. It does require moving past the feeling of wanting to quit. And so many people that I've seen that want to start businesses that always ask me about it, do the work when it's convenient for them. But I'm here to tell you that it's not going to be convenient. You're going to be upset. You're going to be tired. You have to be accountable. And the person that you become on the journey of building a business is so powerful. It's really a spiritual journey. And there's, you know, I want to make a note about the soft life. Like you can have a soft life. I remember I asked this woman that I admire. She has this big e-commerce business. I'm like, how do you stay feminine in business? Or how do you do business in a feminine way? And she's like, what's not feminine about making a lot of money? (laughs) What's not feminine about getting things done. I'm like, damn, right? The more I'm able to, and that's where that masculine feminine polarity comes in is the feminine is that vision, the goals that drive. Um, and then the masculine is the container of the structures, the policies, the procedures, the accountability, the action. So it's both. And I really want to be a woman who's fully embodied in both. And yeah, when I am 10 years from now, five years from now, when I am significantly raising income and impact and reach, well, like I can have even more softness of like, you know, having someone come in to do my nails and come in to do my hair. Anyway, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but really you can't lose if you don't give up. And you've got to do it scared. You've got to do it anxious. You've got to do it overwhelmed one step at a time. So there you have it. I have my five key lessons I've learned in the past five years. I cannot wait to share with you more as I keep going, but I want to thank you so much for being on this journey with me because I could not be here without you and your support and sharing and referrals. I'm so grateful for all the emails that come in. Um, ways that you can help is sharing the podcast, giving it a great review. And really, um, that's, that's a, a huge, huge win. So thank you for that. Thank you for being on the journey with me. I appreciate you and I cannot wait to see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode. Ladies, we've heard that PMS is a feminine curse and it's time to bust that myth. 
Did you know that your period is actually a sacred and beautiful time for you? It doesn't feel like that when you have symptoms of cramps, bloating, nausea, headaches, and more. And I'm here to tell you it does not have to be that way. Did you know that you can use nutrition to ease those symptoms? Did you know that you have four different phases of your menstrual cycle? Yes, you can learn to optimize each of these phases and really understand your body and understand why you're more motivated in some times of the month and more excited to work out or more wanting to stay in or you are just more intuitive in certain phases as well. Learn to understand your body, love yourself even more. This is all talked about in my best-selling book, The Painless Period Guide. Grab a copy for you and a friend. The link to purchase is in the description.